You're listening to Kantar Australia's Bite-Sized Insights Podcast. A fortnightly 10-minute snapshot of insights helping brands and marketers better connect with consumers. Welcome to another episode of Bite Size Insights. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Sam Walters, Head of Creative Development here at Kantar Australia. And today's topic, obviously on the theme of creative development, is a fairly crucial one um, and a crucial theme around how to create well-branded TV ads. So I guess um, media is changing a lot and we're into a new decade. There's always going to be new media, new digital challenges, but TV remains an important part of all of our clients' campaigns. Um, and we really want to go back to basics and discuss how to get it right. So today I'm joined by Chris Catalbis, Associate Director here at Kantar Australia, and an Advertising Specialist as well. Hello, Chris. Hello, Sam. Thanks. Happy to be here. So um, I guess I thought I'd kick off by just talking about why branding is important. I'm sure it's, it's fairly common, but I thought I'd just repeat it. Um, by saying that branding is really important aspect of advertising. And I guess to put it simply, if your company is spending millions to produce an air campaign, then it better have an impact to your brand. And if your consumers don't know what the ad they've just seen is your brand, then your campaign objective, be it announcing a new variant or a product or building an affinity for an already established brand, then the brand will be missed. 100%. So I guess that's really what we see. So across all of the pre-testing, everything we know about advertising, branding is the single best predictor of in-market effects. If you don't get your branding right, you're unlikely to do much for your brand overall. Um, And Kantar's done considerable validation around this to really demonstrate the strong relationship between great branding and the impact in the long term that has on your brand and the short term, of course. So I think, Chris, you want to talk a little bit about uh, myth-busting. (laughs) Yes, so um, there's really no miracle recipe to achieve strong branding, particularly for TV ads. So whether it's the number of brand exposures or the time before the first appearance of the ad, it does not guarantee that people will pick up the brand being advertised. And this is based on data that Kantar mined from its linked database. So Sam, do you want to kick off and talk about what are the things that um, our listeners can do to ensure that their ads are well branded? Of course, love to. Um, so I think there are many different paths to great branding. So we're going to talk about three in particular. Um, but we know that these three, if you're going to really put your money in one place on getting it right, these probably are the three to go for. So I will mention each one of them. And I think we'll go into a bit of detail on how some brands that have done it well and, and discuss it in a bit of detail. So three key ways. Number one, having a very distinctive creative style that could only really be for your brand. Uh, number two, using established brand assets. That could be a strapline, a color, an ambassador, a personality, music, whatever it might be. And number three, having the brand kind of core to the story of the ad. Um, and that's a really one, important one for me. So I guess of those three, should we kick off with um, maybe distinct creative style? Yeah. Any examples that might come to mind? Yeah, cool. So um, when whenever I talk to clients about having a distinct creative style, I actually use Red Bull mm-hmm. as an example. And so they've used this type of style for years now. So the cartoon, the zebra, the whimsical music that I probably won't come 
Yeah, can people, be one. people will probably tune out Fair after enough. this. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, even if you've only seen a few seconds of it, and even if you're not even even paying attention to the ad, people can instantly tell that it's a Red Bull ad. And I've done this for so many um, clients in the past. Mm-hmm. And in fact, another example, and one of my favorites was if you remember, maybe 15 years ago now when Apple launched its iPods. So the silhouette and the colorful background, silhouette of people, the colorful background, and then just the white iPod and the earphones just sticking out, clearly standing out. And it really translates well across their TV ads, even like out of homes and even their digital creatives. Yeah, there's great examples. I think as well that um, both those ads and those brands you've chosen, it fits really well with their personality. Um, So Apple... As you said, maybe back back 15 years ago in particular, modern, sleek, and Red Bull, the cartoon style very much um, sums up their kind of cheeky personality. Yeah, great examples. Um, brand assets, established brand assets, really interesting one. Can you talk a bit more about that one? Yeah, so maybe before I kick off with um, brand assets, let's probably play a game, Sam, if you're yeah, open. Sure, why not? <laughs> cool. So let's play some word associations. So I'll just say a word and tell me the first brand that comes to mind. Are you ready? I was born ready, Chris. <laughs> let's go for it. Okay, so let's start. Um, Meerkat. Compare the market. Break. Kit Kat. Mass. Uh, oh, Disney. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, how about, That's a good one. How about yes? Um, oh, Optus. Good. Yeah. So that is, I guess... A good way to kick off talking about brand cues or I brand passed. assets. Yeah. I passed. Good. Yeah. Excellent. So in, in, in these examples, all I did was just mention a branding device, a cue or a mm-hmm. word, and it already triggered that brand in your mind. So if, for example, a viewer doesn't fully pay full attention to the ad, and if let's say in this ad, they see a brunette girl with an earpiece wearing a white blouse, a red scarf, and a matching red skirt... You know it's clearly an ad for... Amy. Yes. Amy, of course. <laughs> and then you have that song. Uh, yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not going to hum that again. <laughs> and they were built over time as well. So they've been doing that Correct. consistently for a long time. And that, that music you definitely recognize. So of course, not all brands have the luxury of time and investment to build these assets in the long term. And in the absence of having brand assets or this distinct creative style that we mentioned a bit earlier, there are still ways to achieve strong branding. Yes, there definitely are. So that brings us on to our third and final way that we're going to talk about today for strong branding. I think probably is the core one. So it's all about making the brand really uh, at the heart of any story. So it means that the brand is central to the storyline and plays that role and is completely present at the most memorable parts of an ad. Yes, exactly. And um, quite an easy test that you can do is try to play back the story without mentioning the brand. And if you can't, then it's a good indication that the brand plays in an essential role in the storyline. Yeah, I think one of the best ones that we've seen in recent years is probably Snickers and their You're Not Yourself When You're Hungry campaign. So I know we've... Talked to a lot, Chris, about the different people and the different characters in their ads, but you can, Betty White, who you like, or uh, Mr. Bean or Alf Stewart, really strong characters appearing in there. So taking Snickers as an example um, of where the brand is really crucial um, to that story, essentially everything that happens in that ad 
couldn't really happen without Snickers changing the story. Um, so the Betty White example, how she transforms into a football player after taking the bite of the Snickers. Exactly. And adding to that, and, and if you guys haven't watched that Betty White Snickers ad, please do look, look it up on YouTube. Um, so adding to that, that scene with Betty White is the most memorable scene in the entire ad. And while she was only shown for a few seconds, those scenes were the most recalled. So if people would talk about this ad, it's probably they'll they'll start with, you know, you know, that Betty White ad where she ate a Snickers after she was tackled by a football player and then she became a football player. So having that scene as the most recalled and having Snickers present in those key scenes guarantees a well-branded ad. Yeah. And it seems like a basic one, but just worth re-emphasizing again, again. So we talked about Red Bull earlier. You wouldn't play back a Red Bull ad without saying it's the ad where Red Bull gives you wings and it's just a really surefire way to get there. So I guess wrapping all of that up and in conclusion, um, we've said it a few times, but branding is that most important measure that we that we look at when we're advertising, looking at advertising. And crucially, it's not about the number with TV in particular, it's not about the number of exposures to the brand or where you put it in the ad, it's about how it's integrated, whether it's in the story, et cetera. Yes. So I guess just to recap the three things that we mentioned, um, what can help with branding for um, your TV ads is number one, having a distinct creative style. Number two is using established brand assets. And number three, and as Sam mentioned, is probably the most important one, is ensuring that the brand is at the heart of the story. Fantastic. Good summary, Chris. Thank you for listening today and have a lovely day. Thank you, everyone. Get your new bite-sized insights every second Tuesday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Find out more at kantaraustralia.com.